Welcome to Midweek Motivation on Wove Inspiration, the extra push you need to keep moving forward. Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspiration's Midweek Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson. And today, my special guest is Miss Tina Yeager. Tina is an author, podcast host, life coach, and therapist, and she has a passion and a heart for women uh, finding out about their identity and knowing who they are and whose they are. So welcome to the show, Tina. Thank you, Althea. I appreciate you having me here. Yes, ma'am. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a licensed counselor, but I'm also someone who has had personal struggles like every other woman with worth and significance and purpose. And that was what motivated me more than anything else to reach out to more women who are struggling with that same issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have written a book recently, and it is entitled Beautiful Warrior, Finding Victory Over the Lies Formed Against You. How, how did you come up with that title? Well, my original title was called Unlovable because that's how I felt when I was young and into adulthood. And I felt that the uh, title would resonate with how people felt. However, when you go through the publishing process, sometimes your publisher would like a different title. So we compromised on Beautiful Warrior, and I'm very happy with the title because I love the idea of giving that positive sense of end result for women who are looking for a sense of significance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what do you think the, the what the, the, the situation is, is, or why do you think um, women struggle with identity? I don't believe it's only a struggle that women suffer from, but I think we suffer from it in a unique way. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that it is a spiritual struggle more than anything else. If the enemy can destroy us, he can first do so by destroying our sense of purpose and identity. That will cut us off at the knees so we're not able to be who we're called to be. Hey, amen, amen. And so what what some of the, or what do you think are some of the lies that uh, that you could identify as far as a, a women's um, identity? We seek identity from all the wrong places, don't we? We mm-hmm. look for it in our appearance, in the roles that we play, and in our performance. So we're looking to fulfill this ache for purpose and significance and worth in places that aren't going to quench that thirst. We end up drinking salt water. So we keep going back and back and back and it's never satisfying. The only thing that can truly drench our inner need for having worth and significance and meaning and purpose and fulfillment in our lives is through our spiritual relationship with God and recognizing how he's uniquely created us to do things for his glory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there is that acceptance of, of what uh, God says about us, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And uh, for a lot of women, it's really um, it can really be a challenge to even believe that when um, if you have someone that constantly tells you otherwise, or if you're even self-sabotaging your own self. That's true. When we have backstories that include abuse, if we've even been uh, verbally abused, 
whether intentionally or unintentionally by people around us, put down, discouraged, compared to others, or deeply abused. There are women who have been severely abused throughout their childhood and into adulthood and through domestic violence have been abused. We begin to absorb all of those negative images and messages into our own minds and begin to say those slanderous things against ourselves in the dark of our own thoughts. Mm -hmm. I'm so stupid. I never do anything right. And we begin to attack ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So why do you feel it's necessary for for women or as, as women for us to be, to know who or, or know our worth and our purpose? We can't get rid of negative messages without replacing it with the truth. Mm -hmm. so the only way that we can rise above all of that negativity that's coming at us all the time from media, from our past, and from our own desire to just be hard on ourselves, whether we meant to or not, that's what we end up doing. We need the truth to combat the lie. You can't mm -hmm. have a void space in your mind. So mm -hmm. you're either going to have the truth there or you're going to have a lie there. And the only way to dispel a lie is to replace it with the truth. So we need to know whose we are and what God says about who we are in mm -hmm. order to have something to stand on and move forward in life. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that um, I was thinking about, because I know that there are a lot of um, single mothers out there that have daughters. And I know one of the, one of the things that is so important is having a man, a male figure or, or their father in their life so that there is some form of, um, some form of validation involved in there. So, you know, what, what's your thought on that as far as how important it is for uh, the father, even if for whatever reason the parents are not together, but how important it is for a, a father to be in a little girl's life? I think it's important for a little girl to have a positive male figure in her life, whether it is the actual father or not. In some cases, it's not safe for her to have a relationship with her biological father. Yeah. But through the family of God, we can certainly seek mentors, people that we have vetted and we know are safe, that are positive men of God, to show women that it's possible for men of God to be safe, for men of God to be protective and honoring and respectful of women. I think that's extremely important. And there are men in the church that can rise up and fill those spaces where others have abandoned their responsibilities to be fathers to little girls. Yeah. I know for uh, one thing with my daughter, um, from a little girl, my husband has always said to my daughter that she is a princess that she is um, her, uh, you know, his favorite, and and she's beautifully and uh, and wonderfully made, and this is something that has been instilled in her on a consistent basis, so that when she, whenever she comes across a guy that she meets or whatever, she's going to give him a run for his money <laughs> because right. Right. you can't, you're not going to be able to just tell her anything and expect to to um, have her believe what he's saying. She. She, she's the type of person that, um, with my husband, he's from St. Louis, so he's from the show me state. So that's kind of like her attitude is that you're going to have to show me, you know, that you are wanting to treat me a certain way. 
and and treat me the way that you know my dad would treat me because he's always told me that I'm beautiful and you have to continue to help me to you know believe that as well in myself. So I, I really think that it is so important that um, males there are male figures that um, that can be um, you know a, um, a role model for 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 little girls to validate them on a consistent basis so that when they do grow up they are they know who they are and whose they are and they they the guy can't just come up to them and just say any old kind of crazy thing to them and they believe it so. absolutely i think yeah. young women need to recognize that if what the man in their life is saying doesn't line up with what their father in heaven is saying yes then he is wrong so the father in heaven's voice needs to come through first and we need to respect what he says about us first and foremost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So why would or would you say that there is a need for uh, self-image makeover? Women are so beaten up by the false images that we get from the media about what it means to be beautiful, what it means to be women, uh, what it means to be strong as women. We need to go back to what God says about femininity and strength and how he created us. Otherwise, we're fighting against ourselves and we're, we end up fighting against one another. If we're secure women, we're able to strengthen one another. And that's where we get our power from God to become even stronger in our collaboration together. And we can fulfill great things for the kingdom of God when we're doing that. Yeah. And I, I believe that's super important for our generation and for the people we love and all the people we're meant to impact around us to live our unique divine purpose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm starting, I've actually started to see a, a slight transition in that, um, especially with like supermodels. Um, it used to be that there was a certain um, height and a certain weight that you had to be um, in order to be a, a model. And now that's actually changing because there are more, um, robust women that are just they're just doing a thing out there doing modeling and everything and I think that is awesome and that says a whole lot. I'm glad that we're getting some diversity in size and shape in our marketing and media. We still have a tendency to be a little bit phony though so that yeah. needs to be worked on. Yeah definitely. And so um, tell me a little bit of information about your, the book itself, Beautiful Warrior, Finding Victory Over the Lies Formed Against You. The book is a vehicle to help women identify and fulfill their Christ-centered worth and purpose in life. And I have practical tips in each chapter to help women apply those principles to their lives. So it's clinical. It's scriptural and it's very personal. I also share a lot of my own backstory and struggle with self-esteem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, I was, like I said, I was reading before uh, we came on, I was reading just the first chapter and it's entitled, Hello, My Name Isn't. And I'm gonna read just a, a snippet of, uh, of what you wrote. So it says, I bent over the spiritual retreats sign-in table permanent marker poised over the hello, my name sticker, is sticker. I hesitated, struggling to decide what to reveal on this label without exposing too much. Tina, the Christ follower, by definition, had been chosen for the 
name given box on my birth certificate, my parents not yet acquainted with my character, while my tiny raw fist pounded against an uncertain enemy, while I screamed to protect my own breath. Since birth, people have seen only the surface of who I really am, my mask. They call me by the cheerful name on my papers. Conditioned, I respond to Tina and hide any doubts. In secret, I called myself by other names instead, less friendly four-letter words. The type of slander one reserves for an enemy. That is powerful. And I appreciate your transparency on that, on that part as well, because there are a lot of times, even in my own life, that I put myself down. I would like, you know, because I wasn't able to accomplish a task or something, I would in within myself um, come up with a lot of um, ugly names for myself because of the fact that I didn't achieve which I wanted to achieve. So what can you suggest to individuals who have that self-talk about that, that negative self-talk and doubts within them? Recognize which negative self-talk messages you go to over and over and write them down. Get them out of your head onto a piece of paper. As long as they're in your head, those secret strongholds have power and they will continue to attack you and they will make sense. But when you write them out on paper, you can then look at them from outside of that message and decide, am I gonna take this or am I going to leave this? And then you can find a scripture, a truth about who God says you are and refute it and write that next to the negative self-talk message that you have there. So if you say, I am worthless, then you can also say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made and quote Psalm 139 instead. So writing those things out can really help get it out of your head onto a practical piece of paper where you are able to fight against it outside of yourself. So that's one way to clear out your negative self-talk. And mm -hmm. speaking truth of yourself until you believe it, not waiting until you believe it to speak it to yourself is another way to refute those negative self-talk messages that we tend to go to. Yes. And also, kind of be aware, is this how I would talk to my friend? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very good. Because it, you know, it's, it's fun, it's, well, it's actually interesting that sometimes we can give all the best advice in the world to other people, but when it comes to ourselves, we, we just kind of put ourselves down to on the wayside. So those same inspirational words that you would want to share with other people, those words of encouragement that you may share with, other, with your friends or, or family, those same words need to be applied within your life as well. That's true. Yeah. A lot of people use First Corinthians 13 as the love chapter for marriage, right? Mm-hmm. In, in Beautiful Warrior, I go through each one of those verses and talk about self-love. Can you apply each verse of 1 Corinthians 13 to loving yourself and examine that? Am I patient with myself? Am I kind to myself? And pay attention to how you really treat yourself when no one's looking. 
Yes, absolutely. So what other um, upcoming events or any other projects that are going on with you? I just started my podcast, Flourishment, hey. last month. So I'm very excited about that. I'm really enjoying the, the concept of interviewing other people and encouraging people through the stories of others. That's been really fun. So I'm enjoying that. Mm -hmm. Next week, the book is launching. Um, or this week the book is launching. Yeah. So I have some small local events that I'm doing in Ocala related to that. Eventually here in Ocala, a friend I just met with this week, we are going to do some conferences for women and some retreats for women. And I will be at Catalyst and American Association of Christian Counselors this year as well. Awesome. Events coming up. That's pretty cool. And so um, as far as your life coaching and, and counseling, is it anything that you do online or do you have a location where you are? My life coaching practice is only online. I no okay. longer have a private practice in person to okay. do counseling with. I'm still licensed as a counselor, but I only provide life coaching because it's more appro appropriate to do online with life coaching uh, there's a lot of risks involved with doing actual counseling where you're not physically present with that person. So I, I do that online and that is also available. Yeah. It's so much, it's so much more in, uh, convenient as well. <laughs> and so, and, and a lot of times with people, when they do, when they're online is um, it's less intimidating too. It seems like, cause a lot of people seem to be a lot more open to talking about whatever it is that they're wanting to accomplish and everything, and they don't feel like, oh, well, if I, if I say this, it's not going to sound right, or you know, my ideas are good. It's just less intimidating to me as well, um, as well, because I've um, I've done online um, life coaching, and it people seem to be a lot more open and, and upfront with me when I talk with them online. Yes, and that is so convenient for people who are working, too, because on their lunch break, they can go out to their car, and they can have a short 30-minute life coaching session during their lunch break. They don't have to worry about child care. They don't have to worry about scheduling a time to be off work or anything like that. It's right in their schedule. Yes, absolutely. So how can people reach you as far as uh, life coaching services? If you go to my website, tinayeager.com, you can click on services and there's a link there to ask for life coaching. Okay. And are you on any social media outlets? Yes. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and Pinterest. Okay. And under Tina Yeager. Yes. Okay. And her last name is spelled Y E A G E R. Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> That's good. Cool. All right, Tina, do you have any last words for our listening audience? I just want to encourage any woman out there who is struggling with feeling whether she matters, whether her life and her voice and her story could possibly matter. I want to say to you right now, you matter because you were created by a God who does not waste a single drop of his power or his love or his grace you can make a difference in this world. And it's a difference that only you can make in this world. Everything that you do toward your healing matters 
to somebody else out there who will only hear it the way that you have to present it. So keep going, be encouraged, and find a team of sister warriors who will be around you in prayer and encourage you along the way. Hey, I like that. Well, Tina, it has been a pleasure and honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to share your book and your information. You guys, find her website. Get on her website if you are looking for life coaching in, is in any area. And is it men and women or just primarily women that you? Primarily women. Okay. I have coached men before, but it's primarily for women. Okay. So women, get in contact with Miss Tina Yeager uh, about her life coaching. And um, she will definitely be able to get you to the next level that God has for you. So this is Althea with Wove Inspiration's Midweek Motivation. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have an awesome day and keep moving forward. Thank you for tuning in to Midweek Motivation on Wove Inspiration. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you would like to be a guest on the show, email your bio and picture to woveinspiration at gmail.com. If you would like to continue the conversation, make a comment, or you have any questions, you can share them on Wove Inspiration's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. This is your host, Althea Richardson. You're almost there. Keep moving forward.